Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1613. 10 Things to Do When You Start Running by Flora Beverly of foodfitnessflora.blog. And I'm Dr. Neil. Happy Monday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I act as your narrator of the best health and fitness blogs, all for free. And we have a bunch of shows covering a number of different topics. Just search for Optimal Living Daily in any podcast app to find them. Now, today is the first start of the spring semester, where I teach at least, and so I've got to teach a class later today. That means I'm going to keep this intro nice and short, so let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. 10 Things to Do When You Start Running by Flora Beverly of foodfitnessflora.blog. With the announcement of the imminent closure of UK's gyms because of the pandemic, many people will flock to other forms of exercise, from home workouts to yoga to running. It might not be for everyone, but with limited alternative options, there's a strong likelihood more people will be giving it a go. First off, do it. In terms of stress-busting ability, a good cardio session is unbeatable. Running is hard and certainly not always pleasant, but the feeling of achievement afterwards is incredible. And while we're putting our whole lives on hold, a sense of achievement can be hard to come by. So far, running is still being allowed and even recommended by the government, so long as certain precautions are made. However, there are some things to think about before getting started, not least because if you injure yourself, seeing a doctor or trainer may be harder than usual, and there aren't many alternative exercises you'll be able to try instead. Running doesn't have to involve seeing anyone or touching anything. So now is the perfect time to begin. One, start with a program. If you're new to running, don't jump straight in. In a moment of extreme motivation or madness or stress, it can be tempting to lace up your shoes and try to run a 10K. Some people may be able to, but most won't. 
trying a couch to 5K or, if you have some experience already, a 5K to 10K will ensure you progress at a pace that is less likely to put too much strain on your joints and muscles. It'll also ensure you get out regularly, which is important for mental health. Two, wear the right shoes. If you only have metabolic conditioning shoes because you're a CrossFitter or only have Converse All-Stars, please don't run in these. Your chance of injury will be greatly increased. Usually, I would recommend getting a gait analysis to find the right shoes for you, but this is unlikely because of the pandemic. Since the postal service is still up and running, buy yourself a pair of running shoes online that you think will work and run in those. They may not be perfect, but they're likely to be better than your lifting shoes. Three, take rest days. If you're doing a couch to 5K or similar plan, this will be built into your schedule. But if you're just taking yourself for runs, make sure to allow yourself time to recover. No matter how fit you are, running places strain on the muscles, ligaments, and joints, as well as your body's energy systems. Allowing at least two rest days a week is important for recovery. Four, don't always go long. Long distance running is one of the few sports that can temporarily weaken the immune system. While exercising 30 to 45 minutes a day is beneficial to your immune system, the energy systems required for long runs and the amount of cortisol produced, which is a stress hormone, can temporarily reduce your immune defense. Pair this with cold weather and a global pandemic, and long runs might not be in your best interest. Of course, the definition of what a long run is varies from person to person, but bear in mind that shorter and faster may be better, at least for now. Five, intervals. I get asked a lot why, when training for a marathon or half marathon, I include fast-paced short intervals. Intervals may make you a better runner, but also have the power to make your longer runs feel easier. It's also just a variant of your normal long runs. Having a varied training schedule means you're likely to work muscles and your brain slightly differently each time, building strength and keeping yourself interested. Six, cross-train. Okay, so many gyms are closed and the average person doesn't have tons of equipment at home, but that doesn't mean you can't fit in other forms of training. More running doesn't necessarily make you a better runner, and fitting in cross-training twice a week with three runs a week is a great way to build strength and stave off injury. Try bodyweight exercises and physiotherapy exercises because prevention is better than cure. Seven, eat well. This should go without saying, and most people don't find it too hard once they start running. However, it's easy to forget that new exercises, even if you've exercised before, can be extremely energetically demanding for the body and you need to eat to replace lost calories. Ensure your plate has plenty of color, I don't mean Smarties candies, and dietary fiber, focusing on vegetables and whole grains. And don't forget your healthy fats. Olive oil is a staple of my diet. I don't frequently use protein powders, but if you feel like you're really struggling to fit in enough calories, this may be good to look into. Eight, sleep. With the start of any new exercise regime, the body can feel tired and sluggish, thanks to a combination of having to learn a new skill and using up lots of physical energy. Getting adequate rest is vital for performance, but also your long-term health. 
you may need to sleep more if you're not used to exercising. So try to get to bed earlier and reduce caffeine intake if possible. Not being able to sleep is a symptom of overtraining. So if you're feeling exhausted, but unable to sleep after throwing yourself headfirst into a new running regime, maybe take a step back for a couple of weeks. Nine, stay away from people. It's within the governmental guidelines, within the UK at least, that running while avoiding people is absolutely fine, recommended even. The benefits are notable and may help keep most people mentally sound. However, as previously mentioned, you're most vulnerable to getting sick for up to 72 hours after a long, hard run due to elevated cortisol levels. Combined with the inevitable bodily fluids that get produced while running, especially in the cold, like spittle, sweat, snot, you name it, it's really a sensible idea to stay away from people as much as possible on your runs, for your own safety and theirs. And 10, enjoy it. Running is a love-it-or-hate-it sport, but if you're in the latter camp, it doesn't have to be that way forever. I used to hate running, but I forced myself to do it because it was my alone time and because I wanted to lose weight. Now, however, I'm quite obsessed. I'm not even that good, but the sense of achievement and satisfaction I get after each run is unparalleled. I like to share my runs on Strava, a run-tracking app, to get a sense of community spirit even when I'm not running with others. Even in quarantine, we're in this together. You just listened to the post titled 10 Things to Do When You Start Running by Flora Beverly of foodfitnessflora.blog. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Today's author, Flora, mentioned that our immune systems, which is our body's defense against harmful things like bacteria and viruses, can become slightly weaker after a long, intense run. This is absolutely true. And I know, this sounds really scary during a pandemic. But that doesn't mean that long, intense runs should be avoided. Here's what's really interesting. Yes, the immune system isn't as strong immediately after a long, intense run. But fast forward a day or two later, and it turns out that the immune system is even stronger than what it was before. So that slight dip in the immune system after a long, hard run is very temporary. Instead, over time, the immune system actually becomes even stronger after a long, intense run. 
All right, that'll do it for today. I hope you have a great start to your week and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.